All right, welcome back inside our proactive newsroom. And joining me now is Rob Etherington. He is the CEO of Clean Inc. And Rob, it's good to see you. How are you? A pleasure. Thank you. I'm very well. Good. Good to have you along. Excited to learn a little bit more about what the company does. And, and I know you've had some, some recent news out. We'll talk about that in just a second. But let's talk about the company. Tell me what you do. Clean is a nanotherapeutic company, actually the first of its type anywhere in the world. Uh, what we do is uh, we're a late stage, a late clinical stage, rather biopharmaceutical company. And our focus is improving mitochondrial health and protecting the neuron. And this is the neuron that you and I and the entire human family rely upon for all of our function, the way we move and walk and talk and eat and chew and breathe neurons are critical for all of that and clean's particular focus is to treat neurodegenerative diseases including amyotrophic lateral sclerosis some of your listeners might know this as lou gehrig's now we call it als and multiple sclerosis our lead asset that is in all these clinical studies is an investigational first-in-class therapy that improves the ability of the central nervous system's cell survival and its function yeah, maybe you can explain to us a bit about how the technology works. So our, our asset called CNMAU-8 is an intersection of physics and material science into biology. Patients drink it orally. So people that struggle with either of multiple sclerosis or ALS are drinking our asset, a drug asset every morning. And what it's doing is going into the, 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 the stomach, into the bloodstream, uh, up to the brain and into the optic nerve of the eye and into the neurons of the central nervous system. And what it's doing there is giving the, um, the, the neurons and the mitochondria the essential energetic metabolites that they re rely upon to actually drive function. So, so you and I, all of the things that we count on every day, our ability to eat and our ability to breathe and our ability to move and our ability to talk, all of that is this fantastic orchestra of, of neuronal electrical activity that is driven from the brain and how the brain uh, contributes these signals to the muscles to drive function and even the life that gives us breath. And so our focus is to see if we can return to a failing central nervous system, the energy metabolites that they require, that is these failing neurons require to heal themselves and to bring back function. Hmm. I, I know that you had some news out recently on this uh, as far as a um, some positive results from a trial. Can you sort of give us some, some insight into to what you released recently? Sure. So we did a very long extension up to two further years on top of our original one year long double blind randomized trials. So we took, um, uh, participants that were struggling with multiple sclerosis and had functional deficit. That is, despite the fact that their multiple sclerosis was controlled, and by control, I mean they were on disease-modifying therapies that tamped down their immune system so they no longer had any MS attacks. Despite that, and this is a huge problem in MS, mm -hmm. despite the fact that they were so-called controlled, they still were managing functional decline, which means they could have cognitive challenges, fine motor challenges, and in the case of this study in particular, vision challenges. That is um, lesions, multiple sclerosis lesions had hit their optic nerve of their eye, and so they struggled with their contrast vision. 
So what we did in this study is we already presented data um, that was positive uh, about 18 months ago um, that showed that we had a pretty interesting uh, um, effect on vision and on the multiple sclerosis functional composite scale. That is how they move, how they walk, how they think, and how they see. And we took the patients in this study and we followed them for a further up to two further years. And what we learned is that long-term treatment of our drug, CNMAO8, demonstrated an improvement of vision that was progressive and consistent over this up to 35-month period. And it, it, it did so in a highly statistically significant way, a p-value less than 0.0001, which is to say very significant. We also learned that long-term CNMAO8 treatment demonstrated an improvement in cognition, the way they think. And so that also became very relevant because just to put this into perspective, yeah. a low contrast vision improvement, the way that I'm explaining uh, of so many letters on an eye chart, we're all familiar those of us that have you know eye challenges, I wear contacts, um, anybody that wears contacts or glasses, they're used to going in and reading an eye chart, looking across the room and reading A, B, C, D, E. What we showed is that patients on our drug were able to sustain and progressively improve by multiple new letters they could read over mm. the course of this study that they couldn't read previously. We also learned with respect to cognition, and when we talk about cognitive improvement, we're talking about working memory. We're talking about the ability of my brain to kind of remember things and to you know, use that memory in the things I do every day. And we're also talking about information processing speed. We improve this up to 35 points in individual participants. And this is crazy because a three to four point change in cognitive improvement has been deemed notable in other studies. And, and we're doing this on top of standard of care. So we're very excited about it because this notion of functional improvement, the way you move, the way you think, the way you see, has not been earlier demonstrated such like this in earlier MS trials. No, it's fascinating stuff. I know that uh, full clinical data will be released. Uh, I think it's at an MS forum uh, coming up at the end of February. So I'm sure people are very excited about uh, getting that. Um, wh what about 2024? How do you sort of build off of, of this type of data? Because the way you're describing it, it sounds very, very encouraging. And I think that's in the, in the MS community, also in the ALS community, encouraging data is always, is always uh, you know, a major step forward. So how do you sort of build off of all of this now? Well, what's particularly interesting is this data I just referenced is very important for multiple sclerosis patients, but this exact same drug is being studied in ALS, in, in Lou Gehrig's disease, in, in amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. And in this respect, uh, we are in front of the FDA in a series of meetings this year because we've had ALS data from our phase two clinical studies that suggest a survival impact that, that teach us, uh, that not suggest, we're seeing categorically a survival impact across studies. Uh, patients who are on our drug are not passing away, uh, um, it seems, with a nice significance compared to how they otherwise would have been passing, unfortunately, in such a devastating disease. And they're also seeing a biomarker improvement called neurofilament light. Now, this gets pretty technical, but in short, yeah. when the ALS disease attacks our neuron, our body shows a debris field effectively of this neurofilament in our bloodstream. We can measure that. And Clean is only the second company to show an improvement in neurofilament of light 
during this biomarker, I'm sorry, during the clinical study period. So to answer your question of 2024, two things are happening. We're um, aggressively um, advancing our conversations with the United States FDA about what are the right next steps for our drug on a commercial path in ALS. And then we're also working with um, potential partners and the MS community to do further research so that we can take our drug effectively in a later stage to market for multiple sclerosis also. Wow. Very important work for sure, Rob. I really appreciate your time and explaining it all to us and uh, good luck with everything. We hope to talk again soon. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure. All right. There's Rob Etherington. He's the CEO of Clean Inc.